Good morning, everybody. Shabbos daf ayin gimel. Kachaz over yisrael daf ayin beis. The Gemara daf ayin beis. The told us three statements in regards to a shivcha charufa. The Gemara said that everybody agrees by a shivcha charufa. You only like bechayv once. The Gemara explained that was according to my number that holds that shivcha charufa does not require yidi in order to bring an ashem. So therefore, you're only going to bechayv one chatas because yidi is not mechayv. Then the Gemara brought down that everybody agrees according to my number that holds that ashem tali requires a yidi that a person who's by a shivcha charufa five times is going to bechayv five chatos. And the Gemara explained that was referring to lachar frush. And therefore, sarish lachar sarish bechayv agree that. We have to bring five chatais, and then work down the third statement that there is going to be machlekes mashiv charuf, and the Gemara explained that was kaidma frasha, and machlekes was is yidiyah machalik or is yidiyah not machalik. Then we saw on the other days the Gemara worked down machlekes between Rabbi Abaya in regards to what exactly is a mitzasik. Is a mitzasik a case where a person doesn't have in mind to do the action at all, or the person has in mind to do the action, but he's not have to, but he does not have in mind to do the action, which which is usher. That was machlekes Rabbi Abaya, and we saw that the Gemara on the top of Ayin Yom told us that in regards to Shabbos, mitzasik is going to be a little bit expanded, and the Rishonim explained because of machlekes Shabbos, therefore more cases. We're going to consider Masasik. Today, Bez Hashem, we're going to continue in the discussion of what's considered Masasik. And Bez Hashem, we're going to see the Mishnah on the Banna, which is going to introduce us to the Lama Tesmalachas. We're going to learn about Lama Tesmalachas. And then Gwara Bay is going to go through some of the Lama Tesmalachas. It says, the Haleki Gemara on the top of Ayyuam Adalf, the two dots about 10 lines down. It says, Gwara Itmar, Niskav, and Lizrik Shtai, and Lizrik Arba, a person who intends to throw two Amis, and Nishas Rabbi, and throwing four Amis. Rav Amar Pater Abayar Machai. Rav says you're going to do Pater Abayar. You're going to do Chai. Rav Amar Pater Loi Kavucham Lizrika the Arba. Rav says you're going to do Pater because you do not intend to throw four Amis. You do not intend to do Malachas. Therefore, it's considered Masnasik. Abayar Machai. Abayar holds your Chai. If Dakim Chai Lizrika Baal, because Lamaisa you intended to do the action, and since you intend to do the action, you're going to be Chai. You don't have to specifically intend to do the action of Isser. As long as you intend to do the action of throwing, even though by mistake it goes further than you intended, you're going to be Chai. That's not going to be considered Masnasik. Again, Rabayar and Rav Lashitasi. What exactly is considered Masnasik? Rav holds that as long as you're not Macham for the Maisa Isser, you're going to be there are bayal that you have to be mechavit. You can't be mechavit for the ma'aser at all. If you're mechavit to do the actual ma'aser, even though you're not mechavit to do the action, which is going to be usher, you are going to be chay. Says the Gemara Vayter. Let's say a person thought that what he was throwing into was a shayach and comes into a shayach and rabbi mapadu rabbi mechayit. Again, a person throws an item and he thinks that it's really a rishus shayach. So he thinks he's allowed to throw, but it comes out it's really rishus rabbi. So rabbi holds you're going to be potter. Rabbi holds you chay. Again, let's see. Tosser rabbi mapadu dalav mechavit as you could see. Rabbi holds you're going to be potter because you're not mechavit to throw, which is going to be throwing, which is usher. You're going to be chai because Lamaisa, you intended to do the action, and since you intend to do the action, that's not called Masasik. Says the Gemara right there. So now the Gemara brought down three cases where Abayan Rava disagreed. So says the Gemara, why I need all three cases? I need all three cases of the Machlekes in Abayan Rava. If you just say the first case, only in the first case I would say that Rabbi going to Patir, the first case was where a person was intending to cut something which he thought was a detached and end up cutting something which is attached. I would say only in that case, Rabbi going to Patir, that because over there you were not Macham for Tichri Yisura. But I'll tell you, maybe in our case where, where a person intended to throw two and ended up throwing four, that the only way you could throw four is by also throwing two. So maybe I'll tell you that part of throwing four and Includes throwing two. So if the person intended to throw the throw the item, so I would tell you that even though you didn't intend to throw four, but you intended to throw two, since that's part of the action, therefore I would tell you agrees to abaya and you're going to be chayiv. So as Gemara Biashmina, but so that's why Rabbah tells us the second case as well. Biashmina Bahad, if you just said the second case of Lizak Shaim Zark Arba, I would say that Rava held only over here you're going to be put there because you didn't intend to throw four Amis. But if the person threw an Erisha Sayach and he thought it was Erisha Sarab, I'm 
sorry, the person threw and he thought it was Rishayach and ended up being Rishayach Ram, I would say that he intended to throw Paramets, he intended to, to throw at the amount that ended up going. However, he just made a mistake. Well, Rishayach Ram, I'll tell you that, that's not considered Masasik, because again, the person intended to do the entire throwing. It wasn't, the actual throwing was not a mistake, and the shear that he threw was also not a mistake. He intended to throw it so far. He just thought it was Rishayach and ended up being Rishayach Ram. So I would say in that case, he agrees to Abayat, it's called a Masasik, and that's not considered Masasik, and we have Abayat, Tricha. That's why Rabbi tells us in all three cases that you're going to be, you're going to be Pater, and it's going to be considered a Masasik. Says the Helegate Gemara Viter Tanan. The mission is going to tell us that there are 39 malachas. Why does the mission specifically have to speak out that there are 39? The mission is going to list off all 39 of them. So why does the mission have to tell us the amount? So the chilish of the mission is that you can be chayef for all 39 malachas at once. If you have a shagig, each one of those malachas is going to be chayef 39 malachas on Shabbos. That holds that the cases we listed before and I consider Masasa going to be chayef. Then I can come up with the case that Mishkachas will be able to do through Shabbos. I can tell you that there are cases where the person knows that there are some Shabbos. We all delay some malachas. knew about the the malachas on Shabbos, but katab is but he made a mistake in the actual shear. Meaning, for example, he intended to throw two and ended up going four. So Abai is going to tell you in those cases you're going to be chayv achatas. So that's a case where a person intended to do the malacha, but he thought that it wasn't going to be chayv because of less than the shear. So therefore, the chalishes are going to be chayv achatas. And again, the other cases by the other malachas, for example, the person thought that you're going to be chayv only if you cook more than a gregaris and he ended up cooking a gregaris. So the chalishes are going to be chayv achatas. But it says the Gemara, but according to Rava, the Rava down but according to Rava, holds in these cases this is considered massaging going to be pot. You're not going to be chayv to bring a carbon. How is it going to be possible to have a case where the person knew it was Shabbos and he forgot all the malachas? Meaning, what do you know about Shabbos? It's the same shag of tar we had before a few times. Says If he holds like a holds as long as a person doesn't know that if he does it, he's going to be chayv karis. That's considered a shagig, and therefore the case could be that the person knows that these malachas are asr. However, he thinks if you do them amazing, you're not going to be chayv karis. Therefore, it's going to be considered a shagig, and he's going to be chayv carbon on each one. At least I like if he holds like Rishlakish, that matches Shkulavikaris. If he holds like Rishlakish, that holds that you're not considered shaking unless you do not realize that the lav itself is going to be usher. So says the Gemara. So what exactly do you know about Shabbos? If you didn't know that any of the lamatas malachas were usher, then what exactly do you know about Shabbos? To say that he's a zadon in Shabbos. As the Gemara, the other lay b'tchumen v'li derekiva. No, he knew about the idea of tchumen according to Rekiva that tchumen is going to be deraisa. So that's a case where you knew something about Shabbos and therefore you're going to be chayev for all lamatas malachas. Says the other Now we're finally going to see the actual lamatas malachas, which Again, the Mishnah on that phase, we're not discuss why Hutzah came first and why this Mishnah is not the first Mishnah, but now with the Shem, we're going to go through all of the Lama Test Malachas. So says the Helga Mishnah. There are 39 malachas, 40 minus 1. Hazerea, a person who plants vacherish, and somebody who plows. Again, the Gemara is going to go through each one of these malachas very in, in detail, either in this parak or later on, as Hashem, to explain exactly what these malachas are. Vakhaitra, a person who harvests, Vamar, a person who gathers, Vadash, and a person who threshes, Vazerea, a person who winnows, that's when you throw up the grain into the air, Vahabayrer, and a person who. Does buyer a person who separates? Vatechen a person who grinds? Amrakin a person who sifts? Vahalash and a person who needs? Vaifen a person who bakes? These are the sidur de pas. These are the order that a person does. These are the lachas that a person does in order to make bread. And again, big lachas in the rishayim and the gainim. What exactly are we counting? Are we counting lachas which were done in the actual mishkan? Are we talking about lachas which are done in the process of making the mishkan? Again, the minchas chana points out that lachered when the klayisor was in the mishkan, it was in the midbar. They did not plant into harisha. Again, very interesting discussion. Taisus in 
that Pepe says they did do Harisha, they did plant in the Midbar. Melchus disagrees. Again, I mentioned discussion. Says the Commission of Matthias. So we first went through the first 11 Malachas, which were the Sidur to pass. Now we're going to go through the order of the making of clothing. So it says the Gemara Hagaizis, a Temer, a person who shears wool, a person who whitens it, a person who combs it, a person who dies of a a person who spins it, a Mesech, and a person who spreads it on the loom, a person who makes two loom threads, which we'll learn about more about this, but Hashem in the 13th parak, again, a person who weaves two two threads, a person a person who rips out two threads, a person who unties, and a person who ties, sorry, a person who ties, a person who unties, and a person who sews up two tfiris, a person who rips in order to sew back to make it better. A person who traps a deer, a person who shachts a person who skins a person who salts a person who tans its leather, a person who smooths it out, a person who cuts it to size. These are all going to be considered malachas. These are ad malachas. Says the Mishnah Vayter, a person who writes two letters, a person who erases in order to write two letters, a person who constructs, a person who destroys, a person who puts out a fire, a person who makes a fire, a person who does makopatish, later on it's a discussion in the Gemara, what exactly is makopatish, Pasha is referring to the end of the uh, end of a malacha, finishing a kli, a person who takes something from one rishas to another rishas, these are the 39 malachas on Shabbos. So these are the 39 of us. And again, this is a fascinating Mishnah with many, many different t- discussions in the Mishnah over here regards to the specifics of what the Makars of the malachas are and what defined each malacha. Again, at the end of the day, we'll bring out some of the points in the Mishnah. But let's see. The Hele Gemara Vaiter says the Gemara Minyan Alamli. Why does the Mishnah have to speak out? The Minyan, why does the Mishnah have to speak out that there are 39? Why can't we count ourselves? And says Gemara Rabbi Yechon Shem. Also, cool. The person does them all in one. Hell in one. Forgetting Chayav Akhachas. Rachas is going to be Chayav Akhachas in each one. Says the Gemara Vaiter. A person who plants and a person who plows. A person first plows, then he plants. Listen, first the mission just teach that a person plows, then plants. Why the mission go out of order? The normal order that when a person plants into the ground, first he plows up the ground, he, he softens the ground, then he puts in the seeds. So why the mission teach that first comes planting and then comes plowing? Says Gemara Tana Rai Tisrael. Our Tana was talking about Rai Tisrael. The Zerabarisha of other carbon, the ground is very hard, and therefore first you, you plow, then you plant, and then you plow again to put the seed all there in the ground. And the Tana Risha telling you, Chilish, that plowing, that second plowing is still considered plowing, going to Chayav Altsharisha. Says Gemara Rai Tana. Hazirea, a person who plants a seed by a person who prunes by a a person who plants a sapling by a a person who bends the branch of the tree for it to grow into the ground, he bends it into the ground. By a a person who grafts cool malacha achas, and they're all considered one malacha. Which the way Rashi learns is that all the all of them except for Zaymar are considered av malachas. They're all part of the av malacha of Zerea. They're all considered avis, but all in the category of Zerea, and therefore you're going to be chayav one. And Zaymar is going to be considered a tolda of the rest of the malachas. Of I'm sorry, Zaymar is going to be considered a tolda of Zerea, and therefore it's going to be also chayav if a person does. Any one, any one of these five malachas together are going to be chayav one because they're all in the same category. Again, machlekes are benachan. Other rishonim exactly, but this is how Rashi learns. Says the Gemara Vaiter. Amar of Acham of Rechir by Rashi. Amar of Ami. Zaymer chayim mishum neitayah. Person does Zaymer. Person who proves his chayim because of neitayah because of planting, which again we said is, uh, is part of the malach of zera. It's one of. It's a similar av comparable to zera. By neitav amar of Ramak of chayim mishum zera. A person does these three things is going to be chayav because of zera. Again, machlekes exactly to learn these lines. But the way Rashi learns is that these are all going to be chayav. They're all in the same category of zera. Mishum says Gemara. Mishum zera. 
meaning that the Gemara is asking that these are considered two separate malachas. We just said a second ago, they're all one malacha. And Gemara, no, they're all considered one ab malacha. They're all considered one big family of malachas. Zerah includes all these other obvious as well. And therefore, if you would do any one of these five together, you're going to be chai one chatas because they're all considered in the same category. Now, again, what exactly is the difference if something's considered an ab and what makes something a tolda? Fascinating discussion to be shining. Definitely needs a lot of work. Again, there's malachas already on our Gemara. Are these other four, these other three, I'm sorry, Naitea, Mavrech, and Mark, considered tolda? of Zerah, or are they considered Aves? We said Rashi pointed out that they're considered Aves, Rabbi Nechanel learns that they're told this. Again, a very interesting discussion, exactly how to differentiate them. Says Let's say a person prunes off the tree, cuts on some of the branches, and now the tree's going to grow back better, but he also wants the wood that he's taking, so Chayv Shtayim is going to be Chayv because of two Malachas. Achaz Vashim Kaitzer is Chayv because of Kaitzer, because he's cutting the branches off, Achaz Vashim Neitein, also because of planting, because again, he's making the tree grow back better, and there's a very important Taisa, where Taisa points out that Lechaira, this, that is going to be Chayv too. It should have spoken out that even if you don't need to what you should be chayiv when you cut off the wood according to Yehuda, meaning Yehuda holds the lachashen tzeilu is going to be chayiv. So the chayiv according to Yehuda, you should not need when you prune off the tree the branches. The chayiv you should be chayiv even if you don't need the wood because Rabbi Yehuda holds the lachashen tzeilu is going to be chayiv. So Taisa right over here explains, yeah, our mission is only going, our only our gemara is only going according to Hashem. Whenever Taisa over here learns a very important insight in lachash Shabbos that there are certain malachas that fundamental in the actual malacha is the result of the malacha. And therefore, even who agrees by 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 Zaymer, by Kaitzer, that you're only going to be chai for Kaitzer if you actually need the things that you're cutting down for. If you don't need what you're cutting, then Allah you're not going to be chai because of Kaitzer. And again, Taisa says that the same thing with Kariyam and Aslipar, which we'll speak out at the end, is very important that Taisa learns that in order to be chai for the malacha of ripping, you have to need the ripping in order to sew it back up again, or else it's not considered malacha at all, even according to Yehuda. Says in Warabaiti, we're approximately 15 lines down. Amar of Yosef, Haiman de Katla, Spasta, person who cuts straw. From the ground, because he's cutting from the ground. Also, because when take as a plant, because now the the ground is going to grow back better. It's going that's considered planting because it helps the ground grow when you cut these types of shrubs. Person who cuts again, you're going to because of cutting and because of planting because it makes the beets grow back better. And then we're going to as well. Says more right to different types of digging and they're all considered one av malacha. Meaning again, there's this idea that there could be one av considered chayrish, and these other malachas are also always all in the same category. So you could really have one av of chayrish with many, with three or four avas in that same category. Says the other Gemara a person had a pile of nothing, took it out, but by in his house, chayiv mishum If the person takes out the pile in his house, he's going to be chayiv because the building, because now his house, now the ground is level. But if he had in the field, chayiv mishum chayrish, now he's going to be chayiv because of plowing, because again, now it's easier to plant in that ground. So you could have, you could do the exact same action depending where you do it. If you do it in the house, you're chayiv because of building. If you do it in the field. You're going to be chayav because of chayish. I'm a rabbi. Let's say you had a hole and you filled it up with dirt. But bias in the if you, it was in the house, chayav shabayna again. You're going to be chayav because of building. But sad mishum chayish in the field. You're going to be chayav because of chayish again. It makes it easier to plant. So you could be going to be chayav because of chayish. I'm a rabbi. Abba chayav for guma v'shabbos v'nitzarech l'af. A person who digs all on Shabbos and he does not need. He just only needs the dirt. Meaning he doesn't actually need the hole. He just needs the dirt that he's digging out from the hole. Potter alat is going to be potter. I feel that you're doing according to the melachas shein tzilu guvachayev. Even according to the holes that normally a melachas shein tzilu guvachayev. So we should say the same thing over here. You should be chayiv because lemaisa you did the action of digging even though you didn't need the actual hole you just wanted the dirt we should say you're going to be chayiv here says gemara hanimili mitzakin haimakaklu this that rehuda holds that you're going to be chayiv and malachas shenitzil lugufa that's only when it's going to be considered ticking when it's going to be considered fixing over here when you're digging a hole in your house that's not fixing anything that's considered a kilkel that's considered damaging and therefore rehuda is going to agree that you're going to be putter again we'll see more about this later on that kufav and beis the gedarim of kilkel and ticking says gemara right there about kaitzer 
Tana, we learned that kaitzer, habaitzer, bagaitzer, masik, ba'er, kum lachachasin. These are all considered these are all considered cutting and harvesting, and they're all the same alach. Again, these are just referring to different things. Kaitzer is when a person harvests regular grain. Habaitzer is referring to grapes. Kaitzer is when a person harvests dates. Masik is olives. Ba'er is when a person harvests. Figs, these are all considered one malacha, and you're going to be chayiv. If you do all these malachas, you're going to be chayiv only one, for only one chattis. Amar Papa, Haman, that's not the piece of ridiculous person who throws a clot of dirt at a dekel tree at a date tree. Also, Tommy and the date falls down, chayiv shtayim, he's going to be chayiv two achim shim tayloch, one because of he detached it from the ground, which is a tolda of kaitzer. Viachas mishim afarik, one because of threshing, and again, Rashi explains the reason why it's considered threshing is because you're threshing and separating the grain from the chef, and so to over here, you are separating the date from the rest of the cluster, and therefore that's considered threshing. Tyser, we disagree, so he says that that every time you take off a fruit from a tree, because it does. explains that when the the date falls, what happens is that this the outer shell comes off, and that's why the Gemara's tongue is going to chayev because of mefarik. Says the Gemara writer, Rashi and Rashi is in there. Pishu bekachlin there. Pishu bekachlin. It's not a normal way to do to, to dislodge a date from a tree. It's not normal to throw at it, and therefore you're not going to chayev because of tayelish, and it's not the normal way to thrash, and therefore you're not going to chayev because of prika because of mefarik. Says the Gemara writer, Amar a person who gathers on Rabbi Hamad the chad of milcha mimachasa a person who gathers salt from the salt banks from the very salty place, whether for the yam melach, person who gathers salt chayev mishum ma'amer. You're going to chayev because of ma'amer because of gathering. Abay Amar Abay says ain't. There's no Isra of gathering unless the item grows from the ground, and salt doesn't grow from the ground, and therefore there's no Isra of by salt. Quick as ever we saw today, the Gemara on the Amid Alpha introduced us to Machlekes, the Bayan Rabbah. Again, the Machlekes, what, what's considered Masasik, Gemara brought down two more cases, Machlekes and Bayan Rabbah, whether it's considered Masasik or not. Then the Gemara on the bottom introduced us to the Lamtas Malachas, and then the Gemara on the base went through defining some other Malachas which are included in the obvious Malachas which we had in the Mishnah. Now let's go back for a minute to highlight some of the important Machlekes we showed you in different discussions that we had in our death. Number one, the Gemara introduced us to the Lama Tesmalachas, and there's fascinating discussions in each one of these Lama Tesmalachas, the entire Sefer, Tal, which goes through many of the Lamdish Machlekes in between the Rishonim in regards to every single one of these Lamachas. We'll just bring out a few of the interesting discussions. Number one, we had the Isser of planting the Isser of Zeraya. So there's a big Machlekes between the Minchas Chinuch and the Rishash in regards to this Malacha. Very interesting discussion. Is the Malacha of Zeraya comparable to the Malacha of Bishal or not? Meaning, just we said before on the Gwaran Dafkil and Aleph, let's say, a person plant, let's say a person puts something in the oven, and then before it cooks, he takes it out on Shabbos. The Malacha is, Bechir, the Gmar seems to say that it's going to be Pater. So it seems clear that the Malacha Bishal involves two things. Number one, putting something in an oven, putting something in a place that's going to cook. And number two, it actually has to get cooked on Shabbos, which raises an interesting question. Let's say a person puts something in the oven on Shabbos, and then it only cooks on Matzah Shabbos, or vice versa. A person puts something on the oven in Arab Shabbos and cooks on Shabbos. Pashas is going to be Mutter. There's not going to be an Isser of Bishal. So again, the requirement for Bishal is that you put it in the oven on Shabbos, and it actually cooks on Shabbos. However, what about the Malacha of Zerah? What about the Malacha planting? Let's say you plant in on Shabbos, and then we know that it takes at least three days for the planting, the actual seed, to start growing. So when are you chayav because of Malacha of Zerah? Let's say you per- a person plants a seed in the ground, then right away a person comes along and takes out that seed from the ground. You're going to be chayav or not. This is a Malachik is between the Minchas Chinuch and the Rishash. Whether Zerah is comparable to Malacha of Bishal, and you actually have to have it cook on Shabbos, or you actually at least have to have it end up cooking, or do we say no, that by planting you're going to be chayav right away? It make a difference whether it actually grows or not. Again, a very interesting discussion. It speaks to the general question of how exactly we put together when a person does an action and result, and when you can separate the two, and when you can't separate the two, and which, what exactly we care about. Again, an interesting discussion. It isn't a little bit negative to the Yerushalmi. In the first part, example, Shabbos, for example, let's say a person throws a, a knife, or a person throws a, shoots a spear at somebody, and then the second afterwards, he regrets it, and he feels bad about it, and he says, oh yeah, I wish I could stop, and then it kills a person. So the Yerushalmi speaks out clearly, at least according to the way most of the explain the Yerushalmi. Some, some of the explain it as a question. Most of 
Rashi explained that it's Pashan in that case going to be Chayat. Which a simple understanding is because once you do the action of throwing the sword or throwing the spear, then that's considered the Maisar Vatikha. It's considered as if you killed a person, or at least you did the action which is going to kill a person, therefore you're going to be Chayat. But again, it raises an interesting question. Why exactly in this case are you going to be Chayat even though you regretted it after the action happened? Do we say that since it's an irreversible action because there's nothing I could do about it, that's why I'm going to be Chayat? Let's say I can tell you that a person could throw the spear and there's a way for him to stop it. And the set, but it happens to be that he was an anus and wasn't able to stop it. So in that case, I'll tell him that he's Pater. Again, a very interesting discussion. We have to figure out maybe Ritzich is different. We really have to zone in and figure out why certain actions, certain Isurim, we specifically care about the action, and certain Isurim, we care about the action. And the result, again, a very interesting discussion. The next interesting discussion on our Mishnah is the, we shouldn't discuss over here why the Mishnah doesn't count the Isur of Maravadamas, which is Rabbim. We'll see later on as Hashem. The Gwarnat Tadivav Nav tells us that there's going to be Isur of carrying four Amas, which is Rabbim. The Gwarnat tells us is Allah Mishri Sinai. So the Ramban, other Rishayim ask, why is it not considered yet a Av Malach? Why is not our mission? So there's a very important Balamar later on, that's Tadivav. Ramban says it over here as well. Says the Hedegah Balamar, the reason why the mission doesn't count Havara carrying down Amas and Rishasarabim as a Av Malach says Hedegah Balamar because Bakul told us to make Mishasarach Rishasarabim, Nenu, Lefisha Arbamish, Adam, Bechomokim, Kainis, like Ve, Kirishusai Damit, Ukshamaiti, Hutzlan, Bizarik, Abba Maver, Kamaiti, Mishasarach, and Rishasarabim Dami. Says Hedegah Balamar, a very important Yasai, that Kipshuta, we would understand that Maver Dalamas is entirely new Malach of carrying four Amas and Rishasarabim. It has nothing to do with the regular Malach of Eitzah. However, says the Balamar, a very important Yasai, that no, carrying down Amas and Rishasarabim or throwing down Amas and Rishasarabim is also in Malach of Eitzah. Why? Says the Balamar, because every person has a personal space. Everybody has around them a space of four Amas. And therefore, the person, wherever the item is, so the item starts at the beginning of four Amas, if you throw it out of that four Amas, that's considered Haitzah, taking it from one Rosh to another Rosh and therefore going to be Chayab. A very interesting Yisait. It's interesting because the Balmar applies this Yisait or he tells us that we know that you, there's this idea of personal space from the idea that the Da'at Amas of a person could be kind of things for you. It's interesting that the Balmar uses that example because the Gemara Mabatiyah, which is referencing, is a Gemara that says that the Yarbano or Masakin, that the Da'at Amas of a person acquired things for you. So it's interesting that he's referencing that Gemara because that's only that kind of Rabbanon. So why is the Balmar telling us, oh, we see that because we see that the Rabbanon, because we, it could be kind of for you. But that's only level of the Rabbanon. Here we're talking about level of the Raisa. Again, a very interesting idea. But Hashem will see more and more Gemaras which will describe this idea of Da'ar Amas. Even though some some of them will be Halachas Rabbanon, some will be Halachas Raisa, we'll see that it could be that this concept of Da'ar Amas being considered the Rishos of a person or considered one Rishos will apply in many different cases. We'll see some of the Paiskim point this out in the Neget to Halachas Nitzias Adayim. They point to our Gemara about Da'ar Amas Shalom Kindness Like again, a very interesting discussion. The next hour is the Ramban and our mission. The Ramban brings Zemach like the discussion the Yushami, the Yushami were asked why didn't the Tanakh count Maisha passing something from a Sayyachah to another Sayyachah over Jezrab as a Amalacha? So the Yushami gives two truths. Number one, because Maisha requires the people versus all the Amalachas can only have one person. And the second turn to the Yushami is because Shekham Lachas Yishlan told us, Vizu Enlai told us, Adkan, that the that all the Malachas have told us, but this Malachah Maisha does not have a Tolda, and therefore the Mishnah didn't count it. And says Ramban, Tam Nochem Huza. And this is a good reason why Maisha is not in the Mishnah. So this raises a very interesting question, and that is that it sounds like from the Yushami that there's more than 39 Malachas. We've been making this assumption until we got to this Ramban, until we got to this Yushami, that everybody uses 39 Malachas. We saw Rain Daf Memtes, we saw Rain Daf Ein, we'll see there on Daf Tzadidad, that it seems like everybody is coming up with the number of 39, and it's, everybody agrees to this number. And the question is just how exactly we got to either Malachan, the times it says Malachan the Tyra, we come up with Gematrias, we come up with other on him, but it sounds like from the Yushami, this could be a possibility there's more than 39 Malachas, which raises the interesting question of all the drushes that we had, whether they drushes the Rabbana, whether they drushes the Raisa. Again, if MN has any more Mamakimis in this discussion, whether they're th- how exactly we got to 39, is that in the Raisa? Are there more of us? We'd love to hear. So then the Rabbana continues and asks, why is Mavra not in the Mishnah? So he brings down the tarots of the Balamar that all the Chalabamish and says the Ramban though, so why did the Gemara they don't have to tell us that's a Lachalish Why don't we just say that it's considered a total of Aitzas? Ramban says 
This halacha she seen earlier on tells you they are going to be chayiv because vaitza teda says ramban to you like some chayiv mighty because if we didn't say that it's considered told vaitza if we would just say that's halacha she seen I that's an independent new av that the malacha mavers a new lav ain't a chayiv misa says ramban she ain't oishim halacha she seen I because halacha is that a person does not get punished if he's over halacha she seen I there's no misa there's no malchus on a strict halacha she seen I which again the ramban talks about this in other places big malchus because we show him is there oishim on halacha she seen I says ramban elohim kein nis the only time a person is going to get punished for being over is if we have a asmachta, if we can find him a car for it in Tarish B'Ksav. So, therefore, if we just have a Lachos Yisina, we'd say it's an independent of. But now we are saying that no, it's not an independent of. Rather, it is a told of Hitzah, and therefore you're going to be chayv for, you're going to be chayv in Anish. So, again, Lachar, we see clearly that there's an idea that we can have an Lachos Yisina, which is telling us a new Lachos, but what it's telling us is not that this, there's an entirely new independent Lachos, rather, it goes into another category of another Lachos Yisina, which again, the basic he has an entire piece about this, a long shtickle terror, about two types of halacha mashisinais, a halacha mashisinai mechadeshes, and a halacha mashisinai mefareshes, which is sometimes you have a halacha mashisinai which tells us a totally new mitzvah, a totally new halacha. Like, for example, we'll see in Misaphos Tainus that there's Nisachamayim, other types of mitzvahs which are entirely new from halacha mashisinai, and then there's a halacha mashisinai mefareshes, which is a halacha mashisinai coming to explain, coming to expand a category midiraisa, and that's a different type of halacha mashisinai. Again, a very discussion. Then we saw the malacha of Kareya, the malacha of ripping on Shabbos. Again, we will see more about. This which is the primary siga, we had it right. There was an important thesis that we saw on the But the question is, is the mission tells us that Korea is going to be only if you do it in order to sew it back up again. The question is, does that mean specifically I have to sew it up? Meaning, if I open, rip up when I potato chip bag with no intention to actually sew it up afterwards I'm going to be potter because of Korea or do we say no that the mission is telling you that the only reason why I'm going to be chayiv the reason why the mission told you Korea is because if I just rip something without having any mind to make a ticket and to fix it then that will be considered makakal it will be considered ruining it and therefore I'm going to be potter but the mission was just telling us I'm going to to tell you that it has to have some sort of positive impact some sort of positive plan while you're ripping it and then if I would open up a potato chip bag I potentially would be chayiv because it's considered a ticket when I open up the bag so if you take a look at Rashi over here Rashi says Amanas Litvar at the end of the Rashi of creation of we'll have a Mishkan Rashi speaks out that Korea, which is not Amanas Litvar was not in the Mishkan which Rashi sounds like he's telling us that you specifically need Korea Amanas Litvar because if not it's not considered Malacha that was in the Mishkan not that the Mishkan is telling you need Korea Amanas Litvar so that you have a ticket so that you have a positive result of Malacha rather if it's not Korea Amanas Litvar you're going to be potter because it is not what was done in the Mishkan again Tysus on Daf Ein Gilom based on the Tysus of Tarakal Eitzim sounds like that as well that Korea Amanas Litvar is specific and if it's not Korea Amanas Litvar then even if it's Korea Amanas Litvar even if you rip with an intention to a positive result you're going to be potter because it was not the Malacha which was done in the Mishkan there's going to be before she warned Daf Kofi Mays which is going to sound like a stira. Korea, Mane, Mesa, we're going to have to see about the show when we get there how Tesis and other Rishonim answer this, this discussion. But again, there's a very long Re'alach and Submission Mem, which goes through this very interesting discussion, very practical, very Re'alach Mesa, what exactly you're allowed to rip on Chavez, we're not rip on Chavez, based on our discussion whether Korea specifically needs to be Amanas Litvar or Amanas Lasakin. Again, a very interesting discussion. The next hour is that Tesis points out, and Tesis points out that on many of the Malachas in our Mishnah, the Mishnah did not speak out the Shir that you have to do in order to be Chayv. However, on some specific Malachas, the Mishnah spoke out this year. For example, the Mishnah said, or, or So some of the Mishnah spoke out. So Taisa says we have to figure out why exactly the Mishnah spoke out by some and did not speak out by others. It's interesting, Svas Emes on that base, I think in the beginning of the Mishnah, where Svas Emes wants to mechanish that the Malachas, which the Mishnah specifically speaks out this year, the Mishnah is telling us that the shear is an essential part of the Malachan. And if you, do, if you don't do that shear, it's not considered that you even did Chati shear. It's considered as if you did not do anything, you didn't do the Malachan at all. Meaning a person just does one near on the side of the loom, which we'll learn more about this, he didn't do anything. Servants not considered 
malacha and you're going to be putter, it's not going to be answer of chati shear. Versus the other malachas, if you do half of the malacha, if you do half of the shear, then it's going to be possibly a problem of chati shear. It might be an answer of the Then the last story is that the Gemara on the base brought us to the malacha of ma'amar. Ma'amar is a very interesting malacha because ma'amar just means to gather the fruits and vegetables together, and the rishonim give a lot of qualifications for this malacha that it could be it's only in the fields, not in your house. A lot of different interesting qualifications. So there's an interesting ha'ara on the malacha ma'amar, which is that we saw the arzuro, which the arzuro said that the reason why haitzah is a malacha grew, the reason why haitzah carrying is considered a malacha grew, a weak malacha is because all the rest of the malachas, there was an essential change in the actual item that you did the malacha to. When a person cooks, there's an essential change. When a person plants, there's an essential change to the actual malacha. The malacha is, originally it was a uncooked food, and now when you cook it, it's considered a change. It's now a baked, it's a cooked food. Versus haitzah, the, the item was an item in one place, and now you just move the item, nothing happened to the actual item. Now it's just interesting because the cherem amr has that same <coughs> same idea. We had said that we already had this hour on that trapping is also the same type of thing as haitzah. But the cherem amr also has this idea that gathering you and you when they were separate, the fruit the fruits were separate, and now the fruits are together. The it's the same thing. It should be considered malacha grua. And again, interesting discussion to figure out why amr is not necessarily considered malacha grua. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.